Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Time for What Would Brady Do? The weekly dive into your problems that Brady can solve and what Brady's going to do. All right. He's choking on some granola and we told him, get used to that. Little hard flakes falling into your throat. Oh, yeah. That's what gravity does when you're in the position of love. So proud of you tonight, probably, maybe tomorrow. Celebrate Doug Hopkins' birthday with that activity. It's great. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. That's what would bring. He's very, very, very (laughs) uncomfortable with this. But we should all try it. You give it a run tonight. I'll do it. All right. No you, problem. You go home and wash up, though. That's no all. No problem, you, bro. You get into the hot tub and then take a and then take a bath and then a shower. I need your rust butt cleared up for this. I don't want to just throw you into the into the pit. Why don't you spin that thing around? Face my feet. <laughs> practice. You got to practice how you're going to get it in there. Why don't you look at my feet while you do that? Ooh. <laughs> Look at the comfort level. It's just so easy to poke this button. <laughs> you don't want to do it, do you? No, I'm in. Do you? Yeah. Look at you. No. This is pathetic. Is it because of your dad? Remember when your dad was here and I asked him about that? And he goes, I don't do that. It's a hair pie. <laughs> like, oh, it's a family thing. No, I don't think it's because of uh, Torp's hair pie comment. No? You just don't want to do it? No. No. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I had more fun... Uh, with an adult, uh, I didn't realize I was going to have this conversation well into my 40s with somebody. I thought this only stopped at like sixth grade school bus. You know, just if you don't want to do it, I'll stop. Okay, I don't want to do it. You don't want to do that? Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> I don't judge you, but you're a pussy. <laughs> Why not? 
I ain't all about that. <laughs> what? What do you mean? No, I just don't uh, feel it right now. You know, maybe take a little time. You're waiting for the muse? Waiting for the right moment. <laughs> well, of course you don't, I don't feel like to, it I right be, now. You know, organic. I don't want to force the issue. <laughs> it's such a struggle. Just say, yeah, I'm going to knock that out. Let alone not talking about, uh, you know, talking about it afterwards. The reason that we do really this. It's I know. fun to talk about it because you're so bad at dodging it. It's a combination of everything. You know, coming off right. a, a holy weekend, you know, you're... You're married. Aren't you're you? I know, you're, you're the married, one that always tells right. me that that's the thing that like he doesn't also, care. You know... So Jesus doesn't like to, 69 I, and that bothers talking you? Talking about my conquests I didn't. You're not talking still. about it. I am. I know. That's my point. All you can do is That's answer. You. There is you no conquest. That's answer a couple questions. There isn't a conquest to talk about. <laughs> All I'm saying is, and just generally, not give me details. I'm not asking. Have I asked for details? Nope. I haven't asked for any details. Just generally, are you interested in that or not? And why is that so bad? Is it because Jesus can see you? It, it, legitimate questions. Holy, holy weekend changes compared no, to like it, I August? I don't think it's because uh, Jesus sees me. Okay. I just because he does, just, and he thinks it's gross. You know, <laughs> he doesn't like it. And and if I find that the case to be, if he thinks it's gross, then yeah. probably then I won't do it. Yeah. If Jesus, but if Ronnie thinks uh, it's then awesome, that's what some of the Jesus prayers asking. Tell me, sixty nine is cool. Bad? Is, you see, this is gross. <laughs> and he's going to tell you yes or no. The spirit will move me. What? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus is going to put I you in position. He, no, I don't think he'll. Uh, you're leaning on Christ <laughs> yeah. for 69 advice? This is great. What would Brady do right <laughs> now? Amazing. <laughs> I'd do it, but I guess see if Jesus is going to put me in position for it. <laughs> yeah. A Ouija board. So Holy Week puts it like you get a little bit more religious after Easter. Probably like when that. we first talked about it, you yeah, know, you're coming thinking, on Good Friday. So Jesus is antenna That's what I was thinking. I was wondering, you know, as a Good kid, Friday. you have this guilt. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in yeah. combination of that, and you really don't. So on Easter, you, you shouldn't be thinking about, about that, that too much. And, on Easter. Yeah. But you can do it still. Shouldn't be a problem yeah, if it's oh, you yeah. with your wife. No, right. It, it, it shoun't matter. Enjoy you your should wife. Be happy. Right. right. Enjoy, enjoy her. Enjoy staring enjoy at your each toes. Other. Yeah. She's looking at your toes. Yeah. And you're looking at the eye of Sauron. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Which sounds good, man. You don't want to do it because of the butthole. Uh, no. No, that doesn't... <laughs> intimidate me it does too you should see your face right now this is great man do i enjoy this anyway just do it and shut up and stop being such a baby <laughs> yeah, oh wait i just that just came down from i'll slip my dylan's on and it'll be all good yeah put some one, sunglasses on the block you. oh i got a good one yeah let's see <laughs> <laughs> Brady, we'll eat everything but this. <laughs> this effing guy. Well, that's the same Chris DeWitt I used to work with. Anyway, well, good luck to you, Brady. I don't like how uncomfortable you are with that. I don't like that Jesus is in there with you. You need to ask him to leave. That's that's an uncool buddy that hangs this out is, when you're trying to do that. Time. I know, when you're trying to do that, and he's like, well, I'll just sit in the corner. Cuck Jesus is not cool. <laughs> Quit watching, dude. Can you give me a minute? No. Just one? That's, a, that's what religion does, though. It makes people think that that you're being watched by your grandparents. Like, so I always watch like Ben Roethlis- Roethlisberger. It's, it's upbringing in general. You know, sure, a lot but, of times it's saying you're 
It's dangerous. You know, a combination of that, a combination of your folks, you just talk, you, you know. Your folks? You what are uh, they involved in? You don't talk about, uh, you know, they their generation never talked about right. it. Right, that's much. their generation. Ours guys generation. would talk about it, you know, locker room talk. Sure. But you don't so go, you did you don't talk go about public. Huh. Sure, I think they did it with, the, they would talk about it with their buddies. Right. So you pick and choose. But you'd never talk about it in a mixed crowd or. Right, and you still don't. That's what's it different is, exactly. Yeah. You're talking about it with us, buddies. You know? Yeah, this is a. Yeah. That's exactly what we've established here. And, right. <laughs> we're all buddies here. <laughs> but we also established that we're also. There's a lot of buddies listening right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Welcome in, all the buddies. Yeah. Let's talk about hey, it. Buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What's up, buddy? 6'9, six, buddy. 6'9. Six, you too? And the reason it's funny, though, is because you're the one that wouldn't stop talking about it. 69! And we're like, all right, let's talk about it. Oh, God, no! <laughs> That's repulsive. What are you thinking? But every chance you had. There's no keg. 69! Like, Brady, do you want to talk about that? No, never, ever in my life. It's a it's a mixed message. And speaking of mixed messages, look at my toes. And it got all... <sighs> what? Nothing. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Got all what? Nothing. No comment. <laughs> now you have to finish. You learned last time. You got something. Got all what? And no comment. Oh, I can't. for crying out loud. Secrets aren't fun. Come on. What got all? You gave us three of it. The ellipses. Good. Going back. <laughs> I like it. Um, no, never mind. Why? Now I have to know. Come on. It got twisted so bad. What that got initial, twisted? You told me us. Me oh, answering the initial question on Friday. is not us twisting. No, I twisted. Yes. We twist nothing. Yeah. We asked a question, you gave us an answer, and now there's multiple which, which answers. Which is worse. Right. Because that was a lie. So you now, see now, why even bother with this? Right. What's the, why are you, and lying's worse on a holy weekend. It was. 69. Yeah, I had to, that's why. Sorry, I lied about all that 69 and I do. Jesus. <laughs> and that's what Brady didn't do. <laughs> exactly right. Because I lied about it. It's hilarious. This topic's going to be until you just come out and say, here's some photos, here's some Polaroids of me doing it. <laughs> that's, all I'm, uh, that's all I'm after. Uh, what would Brady do is confusing and brought to you by Mo Money Pond. Uh, you can go to momoneypond.com over there at 12th Street and Indian School and take care of every need you've ever had. Uh, buy it, sell it, do your thing. Uh, they'll take care of you over there. The best of all the businesses in town, Mo Money Pond. Looking after you. Brady, are you ready? Ready. I think so. My mom is furious at me for making a ton of jokes at my dad's funeral. I had a, a few jokes about his lifestyle of drinking and whoring that I shared, and my mom often called him a miserable son of a bitch while he was alive, but suddenly she wants to be nice to him now that he's dead. How do I make my mom comfortable again? She hasn't even been with a guy since 1996. The whole family's mad at me. Evidently, uh, talking truth at a funeral is a bad idea. Not sure exactly what to do next. What would Brady do, Kevin? Well, when it comes to, um, you know, talking at someone's funeral, especially yeah. if it's your dad, I would um, consult my mom first and say what I was going to talk about. I was going to tell a, t- a couple of stories. It doesn't sound like he shared anything with they his mother. They haven't been married for 30 years. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Regardless, you still go to your mom and say, "What should I say about this guy?" No, not what you, you should say. You say, "I was gonna," you know. If she asked you to talk, I don't think she was in charge of the funeral. If they haven't been married since so ninety six, he, he, he probably was. I, I I think it comes down to is that um, being very respectful, you know, to your dad, right, and to your mom. But if they were funny, if the stories were funny. And just kind of like, oh, geez, this guy lived a life that nobody, you know, that's, that's which I also celebrating their real life. It is. Yeah. It's also very self-centered. Isn't that a funeral, though? Well, no, for you over your dad. I want to make saying. people laugh because of what I'm right. saying at my dad's expense or at my, you know. Well, because the well, if it's at his expense, if you're if you're ripping the guy to shreds, that's yeah, not because funny. there might be some people going to that funeral, relatives, or had no idea that right. Isn't that he's something? He's drinking and horn, and and is that something that is that the time to share it? That's all I'm saying. Appropriate time, maybe might not be. I can understand both sides of it. Yeah. Funny stories, but then again, wait for another time yeah. to talk about it. See, I always find funerals to be weird for that very reason, is that you don't really talk about the person's real life. You know? Uh, you don't. Yes, you can go to some... I, there's been... I've never gone to one where, um, you know, it's that far removed that, man, this person hated that Yeah, I have. Person. I went to one where a guy actually and talked about And they're still his, going to the funeral. His uh, dad was abusive, and yeah. he brought it up at the funeral. Those men beat me. There's no secret in my life that I was beaten by this individual. Different. Jesus. He's like, being oh real. God. Well, that's what this is. Like, if you're drinking and horn, you're like, here's a story. A lot of you probably don't know about this angel. And the, yeah. most of the times at funerals, it happens after some uh, – Pat Tillman's funeral is the most beautiful thing I've ever watched because everybody went up and said, oh, he's uh, this beautiful man who did this and God's with him now. And John McCain was talking about that. His brother went up and Jake, brave. Jake Plummer – Went up and said, hey, his brother got in trouble for it and said, you know, Pat didn't believe in any of what you guys are talking about. Yeah. You guys want to talk flowers about this, dude? You're offensive. Just because talk about self-serving. You go up and try to say all the right things to, to get Pat's in the back. Oh, that was beautiful. And he'd tip in beers and say, yeah. Pat, Pat wouldn't have liked any of what's going on here. This is exactly the opposite. And people, are like, different and people from, are like, how dare you say that? Right. And he's like, you're the only one who actually knew it. But before you jump into that, this is a different deal. You're actually humiliating your mom telling these stories. Maybe. If it was around the time, you know. Yes. There, who knows? What, what, I don't know. I mean, if it was are. before the time, you know, yeah. that's uh, another thing. But the only reason I could think that your mom is upset is because that's it's funny, but people put the two and two together or they know this was right. going on during the time. They're just drinking and It kind of. It's not a fun way for your mom closing right. that chapter. But again, if your mom's been calling him a miserable son of a bitch the whole time they After have been the apart. Fact, maybe she's able to laugh at it now. Up to the divorce, she, she now she wants to be all flowers and roses. It is a little confusing. But I don't think people, that's, that's pretty natural for most sure. people after, you know, you could think this person was a bad person. Right. 
I think they're alive, and when they're dead, you're like, you know, all right. You know why? Because you're in fear of death. I think the fear she has is that he's going to do that to her. In the afterlife? No, 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 no. At her funeral, that he'll make jokes about her. And because deep down, what it is is selfish in that regard of saying, "Oh no, this is how you handle your father." Then dying. if I were, I have stories her, you're going to tell. Yeah, I think everybody. She, she she need to she needs to talk to him about that. Then yeah. funerals are Same too stuffy. I, I think it's one of those things where you can have a nice thing and people can tell whatever story they've got. And some Chuck's wasn't, not, huh? Chuck's wasn't. Chuck's was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. as it's, formal as it's set up to be. Right. Yeah, his was son pretty, went up right. and said, "I never knew this guy." And did a whole. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah he did a great. It job. was beautiful, and it was real, and it encapsulated that man's whole life and what he really was. And it was like, wow, you, I got to know a dead man better at his funeral than I knew him in his life. It was. I thought it was great. And there are, you know, again, they did that. I mean, he came away with that. There are some things that people could have told stories on. Sure. And they chose not to. Sure. And that's just in an effort not to offend other people. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're going to offend other people, you're right. But for the most part, funerals can be any story, as long as it's not offending people in the audience. That's what you got to go to your mom and say, if I offended you, I'm sorry, but the stories about dad were true. Yeah. And, and, you know, it affects your siblings as well. Because I know at your funeral what I'm going to be talking about. He's laying in the box backwards for a reason. All right. 69 is way to the top. (laughs) How come Brady's feet are up here? Oh, yeah. You don't have to worry about buried in a box. Uh-uh. Buried in a ball. Uh, dear Brady, my wife saw a psychic palm reader, oh boy, that said she needed to abstain from sex with me because it was going to cause health issues. And I said, well, let's go to a doctor then to confirm this. But the palm reader said it's not now, it's the future. So my wife's all worried that I'm going to have STDs or something and give it to her. I don't know how to fix this. You gotta kill a palm reader. What would Brady do? T. Uh, that's an easy fix. Yeah. If that's gonna, if that's how it is from now on, and she's convinced that way. You need to move on. Yeah. If she's going to a palm reader and it's affecting your future, you and need to have a sit down. Over and, say, and above what your opinion is right. on that, or We're what done. your advice. Ugh. And the palm reader took sex out of your life and made you the bad guy, and she's in on it? I'd kill that son yeah, of the palm, Hey, first off, the palm reader owes you. That's the problem, though. Now, if this guy does what Brady says and we got to move on, he's got to pay her half because some palm reader got in her head. I'd go down there and get still, some money out of that palm reader. Still worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. you got a palm reader in your house or a person who believes in that nonsense, it might be worth cutting her a check and getting out of there. Oof. Psychics and palm readers. That is a huge red flag if someone believes in it. Run from it. Just go to that palm reader, flip her a cup, you know, a nice tip on our next uh, reading. Yeah. And tell her on the next reading that you need to separate. Not a bad Just, idea. Uh, hundred bucks goes in there and tell the palm reader to say, hey, here's a hundred dollars to tell my wife everything's a okay or I'm going to kick the living be Jesus out of you. That tune will change quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Here's a hundred. I'm do. I'm being. I'm doing this the nice way. Here's a hundred dollars. I missed the line in your palm. Yeah. Next time she comes in, you tell her everything's kosher. Because if you if she comes back and says the palm reader says we're not eating uh, uh, cabbage and or we're only eating cabbage now and cauliflower, I'm going to beat the tar out of you and drag you behind a truck. Two hundred sex right. zombie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I want her to think that the only way she can stay healthy is sixty nine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. 
No howling. Uh, Dear Brady, my husband dresses like the Easter Bunny and goes to neighborhoods on Easter. Uh, Did I mention he's my new husband? We got married in February. He knocks on doors and gives people gift baskets and then asks to see their kids. He seems to think people like this, but from my perspective, people think he's a weirdo. I didn't know the extent of this. He said he did something nice on Easter every year. That's all I knew until yesterday. I immediately came home and penned this because I think the dude I'm with isn't the dude in our relationship. I am. Uh, How do I stop this? It's the least sexy and appealing thing I've ever seen a man do, Tara. (laughs) Your fault, Tara. Why? Does something nice on Easter. That's John, your key, what you tell me all the time. Yeah. You're not asking enough questions. That's very true. What are you doing on Easter? That's very nice. I do nice I dress up as a Peter Cottontail. I, I do have to say that if he's like, oh, I like to do nice things on Easter. Oh, that's sweet. I give neighborhood gifts to Kel. Oh, that's nice, too. But the second I see him suiting up yesterday morning, like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? I'm putting a stop to it before he gets out of the house. Although, I would like to, out of curiosity, see uh, what our last day together is going to be like. I just want to see that, like him going up to neighborhood houses and knocking. Are your kids home? No strange man in a bunny suit. They're not. That's weird. You're, yeah, she's not asking enough questions, but that's weird. If I told you yeah. I was doing that on the weekends, would you be like, you got to stop it. You're going to jail. That, I don't know. There's got to be something. That can't just be out of the blue. You'd have to know that this guy's that kind of a person. That you married a lunatic. Easter might be his thing. And if it is, that's a big deal. Yeah, but that's creepy. He's going to go to jail. You don't knock on anyone's door dressed as a... He's not going to jail. He's been doing it for please. years. Yeah, exactly. And it needs to stop. You don't dress up as a plushie and then start asking strangers where their kids are. Yeah, the the, the volunteer plushie <laughs> yeah, is different. You just don't. If I dressed as a bunny and told you, uh, I'm going to just go door to door and ask for kids, you'd be like, you're going to go to jail. Like, this yeah. is weird. Don't. You'd probably follow me and laugh like this guy... He doesn't care. Oh, we all would. Yeah, he's going to jail, and this is John's last day in society. That's not a normal behavior pattern. Nobody likes strange kids that much. Nobody. I don't like kids anyway. Nobody. I don't. I don't want to be around your kids at all. But, I wonder if Tara's last go around was Santa. She probably had dresses a, up. She's got you a know, plushie. She's get the same habit. You didn't have like. The room in the house where the giant bunny costume sat. You didn't ask a question. You had to yeah. see this thing. And if, if Easter's, you know, thought it was a fetish let alone just <laughs> right, yeah, maybe he's bunnies around the house. Break that out. You know, like ceramic collectibles. <laughs> yeah. He had to give a clue or two that he was way too into Easter, right? Yeah. Because if Brett showed up dressed as a bunny and, and like strange kids were behind him, we'd be like, we got to get Brett off the show. <laughs> what do they call that? A contrast wall in the house where you just paint one. Yeah, one different, yeah. So he's got a pastel yeah, in each w- different room, like the pink. Violet wall. Yeah. Your husband there's might gonna, be crazy. There's a lot of uh, empty <laughs> paws, yeah. egg coloring cartons. <laughs> hey, you might want to do that thing also where you check that app for sex predators. Furries. And he's going to pop up because that is a sex predator. He should maybe that's how he tells everybody in the neighborhood that he's uh, he's been convicted of a sex crime. Or you can embrace it and get along with it, and you he goes yeah. as the Easter Bunny, and you go as a Playboy Bunny oh, and deliver the eggs. I and then the what? neighborhood And then afterwards, that. Little Bunny 69. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. 
Oh, yeah. Whew. That's a creepy dude right there. You had to see the bunny suit, though. You're guilty of being oblivious here, <laughs> lady. You nutbag. Anyway. So that means, you know, she had to hooked up just after Easter. Yeah, she yeah, and got married. That was quick. So this is her first Easter quick. with him. Yeah, so we're in the we're in an eleven month courtship, engagement, marriage. You're right. That's a creepy couple, and you'd get what you deserve if you jump into that stuff. She's now putting two and two together. It's like always, oh, it's blue bunny ice cream. Yeah, he's a he's everything's a rabbit big, theme. Big Easter bunny guy. <laughs> that is weird. If some guy knocked on your door. <laughs> Do you have kids? Get off my porch, asshole. Get a 12-gauge right Yeah, space, I'll be yeah. right back with my child. Uh, let me see. Where did I leave my child? Let's, uh, here it is. Here you go. Here's my kid. How are you doing now there, buddy? <laughs> Time for some fricassee. What are you growing in the backyard? Carrots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like this guy at all. Not at all. Uh, this guy says, I'm with Brady. Sex and sex talk should be something that only happens between a man and a woman. My girl... We've never 69, and I'm proud to say it. In fact, uh, the Lord hath said only missionary is okay with him, and that's why it's called missionary. It's the only position Jesus stamped uh, with his approval. So, Brady, you have a friend in me. Sign Nathan Sutherland, Christian rap. (laughs) You guys have a lot in common. All right, there you go. That is what Brady did, and we all know what he doesn't do until tomorrow by 5. It's 98 KUPD. Go get him, kid. All right. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.